you guys are having a great week so far. I hope things have been going your way and that the things that haven't have been easy to deal with and you've been able to bounce back, you know, because that counts just as much as anything else. <laughs> um, my week's been going well. Monday was my birthday, yeah, June 17th, the day stars are born. Um, what can I say? Um, it was a low-key day. I spent it at home. I cooked my favorite meals for myself, and then my best friend came over, and myself, her, and my sister ate ice cream cake, which was which was perfect. Um, it's not every time that you have to do the most. Last year, I was in Nigeria gallivanting doing the most and this year I just decided to take it a little easier. I hope you guys had some time since we last spoke to work on the word which was what do you prioritize. For me I've realized that for the most part I'm able to actually do and fulfill the things that are of priority to me except 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 for when other people bring their priorities to me so I might have a list of everything I need to do for the day I might be pumped motivated got everything together but then someone who's important to me keyword important will call me up and need me to help them with something need me to do something for them and I found that when that's the case I am usually likely to drop whatever I'm doing push it to the back and be there for that person which is not a bad thing at all unless it becomes a habit where just because someone asks you to help them with something you throw your things to the back because of course it's important and it's good to be there for the people in your life who you care about but there are times where you need to understand that although they need something from you it's okay to not be able to do it at that moment and to put your priorities at the front and one thing I've I well the the only thing or the main thing that I think has helped me be able to actually put the things that are of priority at the top of my list and actually accomplish them would be the fact that I write down my priorities so I think I've spoken about it previously, but every single morning I wake up, write in my journal, and then I make a list of everything I need to accomplish for the day. I think of where I am, how I feel, what, I, what I'm what i doing, and what I need to get done, and I literally write them on paper. This, for me, puts me in the best line of success because when it's written on paper it's not as easy to push to the back because there's actually evidence of what you need to do whereas when you just think of your goals in your mind or you think of what you need to do for the day it's very easy to get caught up distracted and even forget about some of the thoughts and some of the goals that you had for yourself so I really hope that you guys took some time this week and worked on this and that it served you well and that you realize that it's important to actually do the things that you set out to do and also make sure that you set out to do the things that are important to you at the same time. So for this week, we are talking about 27. So it's going to be a little different from my regular episodes 
but I think you guys will like it. And because of the format of this episode, we will not have a word of the week at the end because essentially everything I'm talking about are pretty much words of the week or words of the year. So as I said, my birthday was on Monday. I turned 27. And for me, my birthday is a time where I reflect so much on who I was at the beginning of my new year and who I am now, the things that I've learned, the things I'm taking away, how I've grown and the, the new changes that I want to make as I enter into my new age. So because time is currency and I don't want to waste yours, I've decided to give you guys seven tips at 27. So pretty much the seven things that I found were the most important to me and the things that I can take away from the last year of my life. So let's get right into it. The first is that it's okay to crumble. For me and for many other people, um, stoicism is a trait that we take to the highest degree. I'm that type of person that if not Ever, many of the closest people in my life have barely seen me cry. It's just the way I am, the way I operate. I pride myself on my strength and my ability to bounce back, my ability to internalize and solve problems within myself to not have to outwardly express them. But this past year has shown me pepper as or shown me pepe as <laughs> Nigerian people say it and i've learned that it's absolutely okay to not be okay you know to to feel like you're overwhelmed and act on those feelings we don't gain a lot in the long run by being that unshakable pillar especially when that pillar that we claim to be is built on cracked foundations you know because if you crumble you you acknowledge the fact that you have an issue and then you can work towards fixing that issue but when you decide that you just want to be so strong and you don't need any help, those issues that you have are not being solved. Instead, you're piling more and more on top of shaky foundations. And unfortunately, everybody has their day where you will no longer be able to handle it. And there will be that straw that breaks the camel's back. And you don't want to be that person who just falls apart and goes into mental breakdown because you've been trying so hard to act like you are okay when you're not. The second thing that I've learned this past year is that it's important to share your feelings. Expression does not make you weak. And when you share your feelings, you'll be surprised the help that you can receive. You know, some people don't trust anyone. And I think that's absolutely wrong, but it is important to know who you should trust and to have a team of wise men around you who you know can support you, comfort you, be there for you, pray for you, help you man up when you need to, and just be your support system. And sharing your feelings is one way that you can get that help because 
many times when you keep things in and as queen of the internalization camp i can attest to this when you hold things in and don't express yourself you feel like you've solved the problem to the best of your ability because it's only between you and your mind you know you hash out these conversations come to these conclusions and whether we like it or not we're all biased in one way shape or form because of the lives we've lived and you'd be surprised when you actually go to somebody else with the same problem that their fresh and new perspective could be exactly what you need to make it through. So yeah, this year I learned that it's important to share your feelings and that it doesn't make you less of a person or weak or not dependable because you have an off day and you want to talk to someone about it and that the people in your life are more than happy to actually hear from you you know it's one thing it's amazing to be someone who can give and give and give to others but there are times where others would love to have the opportunity to give to us so give the people in your life who you're there for who you love and you care the chance to reciprocate those feelings emotions and actions to you so the third thing i learned this year is to say no period so what i mean by this is that For a lot of us who are people pleasers or who love to just do things for those around us, we have a very difficult time saying no. So if they ask us to do something, as I said earlier, and you know you have other priorities, it's very difficult to just say no. And sometimes when we do say no, it's, it's, um, we do it in a way that we feel so guilty or that we feel the need to explain why we can't do something for them. And sometimes when we literally just don't feel like doing that thing, we end up lying and justifying the reason why we said no. And what I've learned this year is that it's absolutely okay to just say no because it's no. You don't owe everyone an explanation as to why you can't always be there for them at all times it's okay to just say no and that and saying no to somebody for the sake of self-preservation or for the sake of doing what you know is of more importance at the moment is not something that we should feel guilty about and along those lines this is like a 3.5 because i promised you guys seven but this had to fit in it's important to also know when you need to sit out or like take a time out because with having friends with FOMO, with wanting to be in the mix, sometimes we put ourselves in situations where we actually shouldn't be, you know? If I'm not in an emotional in the emotional place to have joy for you and you invite me somewhere where I need to be happy and smiling, it's absolutely okay for me to say no, you know, today I don't feel like going. I don't feel like doing that. And I think this is something that a lot of people have a hard time with because They want to be involved, but trust me, trust me, trust me. It's better to stay home and let people have their joy than to be there and then look sour because then you're just annoying. You know, like the worst thing ever is when everybody's celebrating and so happy. You see that one person sitting in the corner, their face is all screwed. They're looking sour and bitter. You just wonder, why didn't you stay home? So be that person who knows how to say no because it's no, not feel guilty about that. And also that person who can take a step back and take a time out if they know 
that they're not mentally in the right place to be in whatever situation or environment that people expect you to be in. The fourth thing I learned this year is that whatever you focus on will magnify. This is so powerful because it can work in a negative light and it can work in a positive light. So essentially, this year gave me a complete mindset shift. I've become such a different person and it's not because my circumstances or situations have changed. It's because I've made a change within myself and made some decisions about those changes. So when you look at whatever you focus on magnifies, period. If you just focus on the happiness in your life, those things will just become more important. This doesn't change the fact that there are negative things going on or that not everything is going your way, but you're choosing to put your emphasis, your energy, and your power into those things that are bringing you joy. And it's just the same way that if you wake up and you're in a sour mood, you're upset, you'll notice that every little thing will just continue to perpetuate those emotions that you have. Someone might say something that if any other day you would you would brush off, but because today you woke up feeling that everybody's going to annoy me, those things will just annoy you 10 times more and you'll feel worse. So I've just taken this time and this year to focus on all the things that make me happy, to magnify the good in my life. And it also gives you a positive outlook and the strength to be able to deal with the not so positive things that are also going to be a part of your life. And number five is you don't know until you're in it. So this year, as I've said, has been one of great change, a lot of differences, a lot of ups and downs. And one thing that I've learned is that human resilience is is not something to be tried at all. So what I mean by this is that there are many times where we'll think of hypothetical scenarios or we'll see something that somebody else is going through and we'll be like, I don't even know how they're how they're dealing with that. If it was me, I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be able to have the strength. I wouldn't be able to push myself. But the truth is that when you enter into these situations, because life has a funny way of trying to knock us down or throwing us into things that we never expected, you'll be shocked at your ability to actually make it through those things that you thought you couldn't. And that's just a testament to God and to human strength that when you enter into situations, you you pull something out of yourself that you never even thought you could. And that, and that strength that you find will actually take you and sustain you through whatever you're going through. So these days, I don't ever doubt my ability to do anything. I don't doubt my strength because I know that when life tests you, most of us will step up to the challenge and we will accomplish what we need to accomplish, push through whatever it is that we're going through and we'll make it to the other side. Even when you look back and think that you would have never been able to, you know? So that's one of the biggest things that I learned this year. So number six is maintain your integrity. So I have this saying that is pretty much we often inherit stupidity. And what I mean by this is that 
we are who we are, you know, I'm different from all of you. My pain threshold, my my tolerance, my patience is on a different level than all of you. And this is what makes us unique and this is what makes us special. And it's not something to ever apologize about or be ashamed of. And what I found is that, let's say I'm in a tough situation, for example, and I react in a way that is conducive to me or let's just say I have, I have yet to react and I'm in a tough situation. When we ask our wise men, our friends, those around us for advice, the advice they give us more often than not is based on their threshold and who they are as a person. And when we take this advice, if we internalize this advice and act on it without taking into consideration the fact that we are not the same as them, we can put ourselves in very compromising positions. You know, I'm someone who will, for the most part, tell it like it is, try my best to um, acknowledge your feelings and not hurt them, but I'll be straight up and blunt and honest and to the point. Whereas I have friends and family and people in my life who are not like that. So if they were to tell me about a situation that they're going through and I'm like, what? Call them up, tell them this, tell them how you feel. And if they don't like it, hang up the phone. They could take my advice and do it. But at the end of the day, after they've done that action, the feelings and the guilt that may come with it will be theirs to bear. Whereas if I had done that because that's who I am and that's where I stand, I won't have that guilt. So to take somebody's opinion and use it to determine how you're going to live your life is very dangerous and it's important for us to maintain our integrity. So yes, it's great to know that that's how you would do it and that would work for you, but it's even better to understand that I'm not you and I'm not going to do it like that because at the end of the day, that's not who I am. So what I want you guys to take away from this is that the way we operate is different and we all have our power languages. We all have our emotions. We all have our threshold and we all have our guilt levels. And I learned that I I can only account for my own guilt levels and my own conscious. So when... I make decisions or deal with people. I have to do it in the best way where when I walk away from it and I meditate and I'm no longer angry or no longer as riled up, I'll be proud of exactly what I did because I know I represented myself in the way that I feel I should be represented. And the final seventh thing I learned this past year is that it's important to be critical of yourself. So I literally went through internal surgery this whole year. I've been breaking down parts of me that, well, I first thought about who I am as a person, my goods, my bads. And then from there, I determined all the things I needed to work on. And this is something I'm still doing right now. Every single month at the beginning of the month, I'll give myself one word, which is a character trait. It could be anxiety. It could be anger. It could be confidence. And I will work on this thing for the whole month. And I think it's very important for us to dig deep into who we are, assess our goods and bads, and work on 
becoming the best version of ourselves that we can. And this could be just an internal thing, but I think the best way to do it is actually to talk to someone who you know loves you, cares for you, and actually knows you well, and ask them, what are a few things that you think I can change? Because it's very hard to put a mirror up to yourself sometimes. Like our egos have a way of just letting us think that we're perfect and we're good and that nothing needs to change. But if there's someone who you trust, who you believe truly has your best interest at heart, it's amazing and very beneficial to go to that type of person or multiple because you know in different situations my work attitude is different from my relationship attitude is different from my daughter attitude is different from my sister attitude you know and in all of those places different bad traits might be rearing their head and those people would be able to best tell you those things so in being critical of yourself or in being critical of myself I've taken the time to look at my ideal self and this is a realistic version of myself it's not cookie cutter it's not fake it's if I could be the person if I could meet myself as a third party person who would I want to be and what would I want to represent and what are the things that are not in line with this vision of who I want to be and I've literally been killing those parts off like it's hard, it's tough, it's it's brutal, it's vulnerable. It's you being naked with yourself and deciding that this is what I want to be, this is what I don't want to be, and I'm willing to put in whatever work it takes to fight to remove these fr- these pieces from my life. And it's been really good. I feel like I'm Tokes 2.0 and I'm really happy and I feel like I'm continuing to grow and become the ideal version of myself that I should be so yeah those are the seven at 27 the things that I've learned and the things that have helped me to come to this place where I am and just because I dealt with them heavily last year doesn't mean that I'm not going to continue to deal with them this year and that there's not so much more work to do because there's always work to do and there's always room for improvement and who I am today, I'm, it may be someone who I'm proud of, but as I continue to grow, transcend, and enter into new spaces, there will be more parts of me that I'll have to pull out. There'll be changes I need to make, and there'll be foundations which I need to build. So I hope this really helped you guys, and I'm just going to put um, all seven points in the show notes, so if you want to go back and read them, please feel free. And that ends our episode for today. I hope you guys have a great week and we will talk next Wednesday.